This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere Thursday at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Star Wars 7x7 episode 3400. Yeah, 3400. How about that? So, no big deal is the other story in Star Wars Insider 222, and it is the first short story in Insider in the Tales from the Occlusion Zone series, which is the Phase 3 storytelling of the High Republic, and we're going to get into some spoilery details today. Punch it! Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So we got some catching up to do <laughs> because there's some storytelling from Phase 2 of the High Republic that we haven't talked about here on the podcast and also some storytelling that took place across a bunch of phases. That would be the uh, Tales of Light and Life or Stories of Light and Life, uh, you know, that collection of short stories from the High Republic that was released a month or so ago. But we're already jumping into phase three with storytelling because Star Wars Insider Magazine came out with their first story of Occlusion Zone tales. And there will also be a new High Republic novel coming out next month. So yeah, it's going to be a, a bit of a busy time in High Republic storytelling coming up. But for us today, we're going to talk about No Big Deal Part 1, which is the story that's in issue 222 of Star Wars Insider Magazine. This is going to be a bit spoilery, but not totally spoilery. And as I said, it's Part 1, so presumably if they do it like other stories in the Star Wars Insider collection of tales that they've done, there will only be two parts on this one. They have done some single-issue stories, but they've never done a three-parter yet. So who knows? Might happen. Anyway. So this one's from Lydia Kang, and it features our heroes again, Josh and Pika Adrin. We saw them in phase one storytelling, and at the time they were project managers helping with the construction of Starlight Beacon. Since then, they have become members of the Republic Defense Corps basically joining right after the fall of Starlight Beacon. So after the events of the Fallen Star, they've been in it for a little more than a year at this point. And we find them on Ariadu, which is a planet probably best known for being the homeworld of Governor Willif Tarkin a couple of hundred years from when this storytelling happens. I gotta say, I guess what I was carrying around with me from the Tarkin novel was that Ariadu had some, you know, civilization, but was mostly just wild jungles and filled with animals that would just eat you. And so it was kind of a real test as to whether you could survive on the planet. But there's a whole other history, I guess, for mining and stuff with the Clone Wars and all that. So maybe not as crazy a place as I might have remembered. There's civilization there, at least we have civilization depicted during the High Republic era. And something that I don't think we necessarily have a real feel for just yet is what the boundaries of the occlusion zone are. So the occlusion zone is basically the area of the galaxy that is under Nile control. It's not as simple as saying it's part of the Outer Rim territories, for example, because Ariadu is in the Outer Rim. But there is something that's called a storm wall, which is basically the 
place in the galaxy that is dividing the normal free galaxy, if you will, from whatever is happening in the Nile-controlled part of the galaxy. That setup you need to know because the story itself has a derelict ship near the occlusion zone storm wall and it turns out that it's a Nile ship. And so an admiral is gonna send Joss and Pika off to investigate and hopefully be able to salvage an engine and some communications parts because that might be a way for ships to be able to make their way into the occlusion zone. So apparently the storm wall can't just be flown through like you need some Nile technology to be able to get through it. Supposedly with the last transport that went by and scanned it and saw it there, there hadn't been any life signs detected on it, but by the time Josh and Pika get there, either they find out that that was a trap, <laughs> or they find out that they just didn't get there fast enough and other people are arriving and it could be a really bad scenario and suddenly things aren't working on their Republic long beam. It just, you know, has a filled with static on the comms and then shipboard systems start going out and there's no explanation as to why this is happening. That's basically where we get left on the cliffhanger. There's something going on with a character named Ebby Cassett, who is the niece of Hedda Cassett, and that character is important all the way back to phase one of the storytelling. Hedda Cassett was the pilot of the freighter transport, cargo transport, the Legacy Run. That was the ship that got attacked in hyperspace and ended up breaking apart and creating the great hyperspace disaster. Hedda was the pilot of that ship and managed to save some people on the ship, but obviously wasn't able to prevent you know, the disaster from happening. Not her fault by any stretch of the imagination, but very cool that she was able to save some lives somehow in the process. But yeah, something unusual seems to be going on with Ebba Cassett, the niece. I don't know, it just feels like Lydia Kang is setting something up with her. She wanted to go on the mission with Josh and Pika and ultimately was rebuffed. And yeah, there's just, you know, something odd going on with her. So yeah, we'll have to see <laughs> what happens in issue 223 of Star Wars Insider when that comes out and find out what the exciting conclusion is going to be. I'm glad that we're getting to check out phase three storytelling. It's been a while and it's also been a while since we talked about any High Republic stuff, as I said. So yeah, I might have to look back at phase two and see what there was to learn from the rest of the storytelling that we haven't covered yet. But you know, that'll do it for now and for today's episode of the podcast. And it just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it, as always. And may the Force be with you, wherever in the world you may be. Star Wars 7x7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited by their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the Force be with them. All original content is copyrighted by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. Oh, 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 you need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, oh, oh.